You are listening to the MB Creativity Podcast Series. Conversations on tapping into creativity and imagination to get the most out of your work day to day. Hello, this is Martin Bjorsen. This is podcast number six in the series on how to use creativity in a business environment. And in this episode, I would like to talk about creativity and the brain. I will investigate which brain systems are responsible for creativity. I will look at the question of whether you can activate creativity in yourself, if creativity can be trained for that matter. I will also give some examples on how to be more creative in your work. In a Psychology Today article, academic researcher Grant Hilary Brenner explains that the brain has three different networks. The default network is the brain's inactive mode. The executive network is the decision and emotion center. And the salience network determines what things you will always notice and what things you don't. According to Mr. Brenner, creativity happens with those networks problem-solving together. The idea is supported by a group of psychology experts from Harvard, Yale and others that used MRI scans to predict an individual's creativity level. When the researchers compared brain scans to participants engaging in creative work and to those that were not trying a creative task, the researchers found more connections between the areas commonly associated with those three networks. Scientists hypothesize that the big three operate as a team. The default mode network generates ideas, the executive control network evaluates them, and the salience network helps to identify which ideas get passed along to the executive control network. Furthermore, studies of children show that watching someone else be creative, viewing a fantasy film, and unstructured play encourages new insights, analytical thinking and creativity. Does this mean that creativity can be trained? As it is true and scientifically proven that creativity runs in the family and is partly genetically determined, there is also research done on how to tap into creativity for persons who are not convinced they are creative at all. The good news is that creativity can be stimulated and trained. Research shows that there are a number of things you can do to connect your three brain systems more easily. First of all, we need to say hello to a well-known friend, of which I have spoken a number of times already, and that is imagination. Kids use their imagination all the time and imagine worlds, situations and challenges in their day-to-day -day play. Adults can do this by taking amateur acting classes or improv classes to experience different situations, imaginary situations, for instance thinking in scenarios and act in a way that would be not standard in the real world. Secondly, experience is key. Don't be taken aback by the sometimes cultivated image of the creative genius that turns everything into gold. The reality is that, for every good idea or creative manifestation, at least 10 are just not good or downright terrible. 
The trick is to realize that the 10 terrible ones are mandatory and can't be skipped because all of them lead to the one good idea. As a musician and composer, I know this phenomenon very well. I have hard drives and notebooks full of sketches of music that is just not good. To me, these are an integral part of the creative process, however painful it sometimes can be. In short, just crank out a lot of ideas and the good ones will materialize. Guaranteed. As a third, be around creative people. Creativity is stimulated and enhanced while having conversations. An idea can lead to more ideas and it is this conversation that truly makes ideas applicable, stronger and feasible. Go outdoors. In an earlier podcast, I talked about getting inspiration from things that might not be in your direct interest. I talked about musicians and painters getting inspiration from nature and things they would see when out and about. Try it yourself. Go out, take a walk and let yourself be amazed with the things happening outside your office building. Find more than one solution. A very interesting challenge is not to stop at the first solution you'll find for a challenge. Go further, think of more solutions and come up with as many as possible. This is part of the lateral thinking process. Remember the engineers that had to find a solution for the safe return of the Apollo 13 mission? In our education, we have been taught convergent thinking, the elimination of all but one solution of the problem. We are not so used to divergent thinking, which is to come up with all possible solutions to a problem in a short time, which is much more the way of thinking of a creative person. Divergence and lateral thinking are great ways to start creative processes. I would urge you to try it as it changes your mindset. We are almost at the end of this podcast and I'm fascinated by the research that is available on this topic and it is so much fun to read and discover more about this. In summary, let me leave you with the why, how and what of what happens in the brain when you are creative. Research indicates that creativity is a collaboration between the three main brain networks, default, executive and salient. When being creative, for instance when problem solving, contrary to more process-oriented tasks, there are more connections made between these networks. There are many ways to train and stimulate creative thinking. Creativity is trainable by challenging yourself to think differently, being around different people and just to try out alternate solutions. Creativity is not only for the chosen few. Creativity is in everybody and of everybody. Creativity makes us human. The trick is to tap into it and expand your perspective and rediscover the creativity that has always been inside of you. Thank you for listening and until next time. Don't want to miss the next episode? Subscribe to MB Creativity's iTunes or Spotify channel. If you would like to join the conversation, please send an email to martin at mbcreativity.com.